Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Open your Bibles with me and um, prepare yourself and I... I want all of my members and partners and students and friends from this nation and across the globe to prepare yourself for both the public sessions that I'll be able to share with you via the different platforms of communication. There is no distance um, in the spirit, regardless of where we're at in the country or in the earth. Amen. Amen. And as a body of believers, as Christians, we're connected in, in one level or another. And I would like to be connected on every level. But if, you're, if, you, if Jesus is Lord of your life, that's a level of connection. Then we discover what salvation is. Then we find out that his salvation is multifaceted. Granting many, many levels of fulfillment and performance of promises. The salvation of the soul. The healing of the body. The success of the life. The uh, preservation of the individual, the rescue from danger and, and threats, etc., etc. And so we come into growth in that. We come into agreement around that. And we can strengthen one another and encourage one another. Are you listening to me? And carry one another's burdens. And so I want to encourage you that as I can come to you via these public uh, ways of ministry... And in these gatherings that we have together, I'm sharing with you a very um, limited amount of what the Lord has deposited in me just this last several weeks. I'm going to take you in your first century discipleship journey about 25 years back in your youth, in your health, in your strength. We're going to redeem We're going to redeem the time. Glory be to God. And uh, we're going to do it right out of the word of God. And while I'm at it, I'm going to, um, I'm so thank God for Dr. Robin. She's aside from salvation has been the best thing that ever happened. If you can call her a thing. Well, the Bible said he finds a wife, finds a good thing. That's as good as it gets right there for me. Oh, you're not going to shout. Yeah. Amen. Amen. But, but Dr. Robin mentioned prophet. And I know in the atmosphere, people, you know, always, you know, bless our hearts. We have the ability if we allow ourselves to decide that we're going to live in the basement or on the first floor. Of Christianity we have the ability because we have a will and we have an ability to memorize a verse or two and just basically just the moment we hear another portion of the Bible we would just turn or switch amen hallelujah and so people say well why do I need um, prophets I have the New Testament I have the Bible 
And yet, if you've been around from the 60s or the 70s till today, hearing the Bible preached, I'm sure there were many nights, days, weeks, months, where you might have thought, that was it. The signs of the times were just, that's it. I'm sure you know of presidents and world leaders that were certain that they're the Antichrist. And some people don't think that's funny. That's very funny. Because when the devil convinces you of a lie and steals 20 years of your life and you exchange it instead of effort to build the kingdom to a vacation to build your house, you're going to stand in front of the Lord and you're going to give account because he brought you eyes to see forward ahead of time. And if the governments of this world, be they over in the Asian region, or be they over in the, in the upside of Asia, the superpowers of this world, nations do not plan 10 years in advance. They plan 30 and 100 years in advance. If governments of superpowers plan 100 years in advance, what does the head of the church plan? Two days ago, according to his timetable, he said, I'm coming quickly. Two days ago. It's been 2,000 years. He didn't tell us to hold our breath. He said, go and in my name, preach the gospel to every creature, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs will accompany them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They will lift up serpents. Hallelujah. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. No pandemic, no disease, no, no affirmity, no malady, no devil, no demon, no enemy will be able to prevail against the body of Christ. I just want to remind the people of God that there's nothing different under the sun except when God became the man. When the word became flesh, that was the different. That was the greater than John. That was the greater than Moses. That was the greater than Abraham. That was the greater. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And since then until now, not a viper, not a serpent, not a demon, not a devil, not a principality, and not an antichrist could stop the church. We're still worshiping the Lord of glory and we're still charging the finish line of the high call which is set before us looking unto Jesus. I'm going to stop till you shout. So um, 
Acts chapter 5. And I'm going to quote to you. You might write it down. John chapter 1 and verse 42. And Matthew 16 and 16 through 19. Okay. Christ is beginning um, his public ministry. And um, he is during that time. In the Gospels, reaching out to select his followers from his own selection, he's going to appoint his 12. And um, from be outside of the 12, he will appoint others also. How many can see that? Yeah. And we, we, we won't go into that because this is what? Let's synchronize. This is? Okay. But very important to, to us, um, Christ speaking in the Aramaic language, and I'll go back to it later, after Acts chapter 5. I'll read verse um, 42 of John 1. It was when Simon, the son of Jonas, was introduced to Christ and Jesus said to him you are or thou art Simon the son of Jonah thou shalt be called Kephas which is by interpretation the King James says a stone but really the Aramaic word which is the word Jesus said is the word rock Thou shalt be called Kepha. You will be called. You are Simon, son of Jonah. How many understand that uh, Simon, son of Jonah, is Simon Bar Jonah? Bar is son. Simon, the Hebrew Aramaic, you are Simon or Simeon, son of Jonah. You will be called Kephas or rock. Just for the sake of all of us who love the Apostle Paul and we all love the writings of the Apostles and the sacred scriptures because they're the word of God. That we have, this is the word of God, yeah. right? The Apostle Paul never called Peter, Peter, never called Peter Simon. Always called Peter Kephas. Always used the Aramaic word that Jesus said, you will be called a rock. You are, you are now Simon the son of Jonah. You will be called a rock. I want to get ahead of myself, but I think if God wants to make a rock out of you. So, so then when we get to Matthew, which we all know at Matthew chapter 16, Christ Jesus is with us, his disciples, and he says, 
whom do men say that I am? And we tell him, and, and he says, whom do you say that I am? And of course, the confession of the faith, Peter says, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God, or you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. And Jesus said, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. And then he goes on to say, thou art Kephas. Now the King James says Peter, if you have the King James. The original language is not the translated Greek, it's the spoken Aramaic. Jesus said, you are, you are Kephas. Notice, you are Simon Barjona, you shall be called Kephas. Or you will be Kephas. And he got over here, and he heard from heaven, and he said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Christ is the rock. You are the rock. You are the feeder. You are the answer. You are the cure. You are the Savior. When that starts coming to you, it's going to come back to you and change you. It'll change not only your name, it'll change your characteristic, it'll change your quality, and it'll change your ability to make an impact on society. Glory be to God. So the Lord says to him, you're blessed because it wasn't flesh and blood that revealed this to you, but my Father which is in heaven... And then he goes on to say, you can read the whole account, but I, I'm only interested in this one part. Uh, you are Kephas. You are Kephas. If you have Peter there, look it up in, in the Greek. Look it up in even, even the Greek language. How many know the Greek translation incorporated Kephas through the writings of the apostle Paul? But I'm not going to get into that because this is introduction. Let's do it again. Introduction. Shout it one more time. Introduction. And so he said, you are rock. And upon this rock. Wait, wait, wait. Jesus, what kind of rock am I? Am I anything like you? Christ, do you have the ability to give me such as you have? Do you have the ability to make me what you call me? Can you impart into my life the strength I cannot manufacture and the stability I could never come up with by determination? My God. You are who God says you are. You can do what God says you can do. My God. Hallelujah. And so he goes on to say, Thou art, because of this revelation, Thou art rock. Thou art rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church. What rock? Well, other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. But the church is built upon the foundation of apostles and prophets. Why? Because the characteristic of 
the ability of the word of God to put into your life what humanity could not give you. Only God can give you through Christ Jesus. He's still alive today to raise up champions and giant killers and world invaders with the good news of the gospel. I don't know if you're ready for this. Can I give you a word? You know what it says? It says that the same man called the church lively stones. The same apostles called Jesus the chief cornerstone. That's the stone that holds the stones together. That's what makes the house impregnable to the storms of this world. It doesn't matter which century the house is standing in. If the Lord is holding the house together. So, so what is it? Limestone? It's going to have limestone characteristic. Whether it's a big chunk of limestone or whether it's a piece of it. Whether it's, it's, it's a block long or whether it's an inch square or whether it's a huge thing. The same characteristic caliber, the same, the same material is running through the entirety of the thing. The same quality runs through the entire river. The same thing runs through the entire cloud. The same thing runs through the entire family. The same thing runs through the entire body. Carrie, did I say I wasn't? Did I say I wasn't going to get ahead of myself? See, introduction. You, you are what God says you are. So we have to stop a minute. You know, there's a couple of people persecuted a little bit in the Bible, and we need to just, you know, start helping them a little bit. Because if you are what God called you, then so is Simon Barjona. And when Jesus said, you will be called Kephas, you will be called a rock. He was looking as a prophet into the day when Peter could not bring up what he's called in a net. He could not bring it in a fish. It had to be revealed to him this way. It couldn't come through his brother Andrew. It couldn't come through his friend John the beloved. It had to come from the Father which is in heaven. And when that came and thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, then the Christ said, because you believe on me, I'm going to give you what you didn't have. I'm going to birth you into another level. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. I don't want to get ahead of myself. No wonder he said, such as I have, give I unto you. He knew where he got what he had from. He knew you weren't dealing with a fisherman. You weren't dealing with the son of Jonah. You were dealing with an apostle born from above and granted a significant description and definition by the Lord hallelujah and when you're talking about Christ you're talking about an unbreakable rock 
You're talking about a rock that could carry the whole house. Glory be to God. And you're talking about a rock that can make every stone in that house unique and significant and relevant, not only now, but through all eternity. I'm going to stop in a minute. See, it's an introduction. You are Kephas, and upon this rock I will build my. Well, Dr. Hafush, the Lord was talking about himself. Yes, he was, but he was also talking about apostles and prophets that he's going to build on. You say, well, I don't believe uh, in the apostles and the prophets. I believe in Jesus. Well, who wrote the 27 books of the New Testament? Who gave us the, the scripture? You only believe in Jesus because you can't see him. Somebody said, well, 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 a lot of people saw Jesus. Yeah, and they believe in apostles and prophets. You know, as goes the head, so goes the body. If the head's not whacked, the body's going to be fine. Amen. It doesn't matter what condition you're in right now. Your head's good. Your body's going to be good. There's life running through your veins. There's resurrection life running through your organs. There's recovery running through your... Hallelujah. I might just lay hands on everybody today. I don't know. You are Kephas. You are rock. You are you are rock. And um, upon this rock, of course, is Christ the rock of ages I will build my church and the gates of shall shall not prevail against it I will build my church I will build it on the unmovable unshakable eternal kingdom foundation and governments can come and go and self-seekers can come and go and enemies of God can come and go and upstart religions can come and go and deceivers and deceptions can come and go but the church the believers the body of Christ will not be prevailed against the gates of hell will not prevail against you the one that led you by his spirit the last 10 or 20 or 30 years is not going to embarrass you in the next 10 or 20 or 30 years because you're going up and going forward
Acts 12 through 16. When you're there, I mean, Acts 5, 12 through 16. Get your Bibles open. You ready? And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. And they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. And of the rest, durst no man join himself to them. But the people magnified them. And believers were the more added to the Lord multitudes, both of men and women, insomuch that they brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and couches, that at the least the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them. There came also a multitude out of the cities round about unto Jerusalem, bringing sick folks and them which were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed every one. Hold the Bible above your head. This is the word of God. This is the word of God. Not an opinion. Not, an opinion. not, tradition. not tradition. Not subject to debate. Not subject to debate. He's, alive. He's alive. God said, God said I, believe. I believe. And that settles it. That settles it. I am who God says I am. I have what he said I have. And today, we can do what he said we can do. I believe in a corporate manifestation of God's best appointed for his body, the church. And I join my voice with billions of believers to declare it in the heavenlies to terrorize the opposing forces of darkness. Now set the Bible down and lift your hands and your voices and give the Lord the greatest shout of victory he's ever heard ascend out of planet earth. You may be seated. Thank you for standing for the reading of the word and for the introduction. Very important to specify what I am sent by God. And that's what the word apostle means. To be sent with a purpose. It's not really a New Testament word only. It's an Old Testament word used in the Hebrew 
regarding Moses and regarding many people that God sent. It means to be launched or ambassadored with a particular purpose granted by God. How many understand that? That's the primary usage of that word. It's very important for me to make it known to you. Firstly, my conclusion. God is not finished with you. Your best is not behind you. There is no alternative better than the call of God upon your life. What you, what you got into in God will reward you far greater than any entity, institution, human being, or natural resource can reward you with. very powerful so when we see the Lord and, and he in, in an encapsulated form today on my part as he's meeting the different ones he makes a confession about them behold an Israelite indeed in whom there's no guile and the man says, how do you know me? And you, you go down the line you, to the sons of Zebedee. And the Lord calls them sons of thunder. You go down the line. So it's his ability to give the contribution of the attribute of the anointing or the unction. So he gets a hold of what would probably be an ordinary person. A Galilean, but a fisherman in business with his brother, leading a partnership in business. You can see from the study of scriptures that Peter and Andrew owned 51%. <laughs> of the partnership you, you understand what I'm talking about with the sons of Zebedee when Christ is recorded to have gotten on Peter's boat and began to speak about the kingdom of God to the people and then launch out into the deep and cast you know the story and, and he, he throws the net in and it breaks and he can't really bring all the great catch and he's overwhelmed by the presence of God. Shout presence. presence. And, and that presence of goodness convicted him of unworthiness. See, so, so many people, you, well, it's by grace. Well, if it's by grace, does that mean you have an excuse not to enjoy it? Or not to talk about it? Well, we, we shouldn't talk about it because it's all by grace. Well, if it's by grace, it's reality. Yeah. And if grace gives you what man can't give you, you should be happier than man. When, man, when, when grace gives you what man can't give you, you should be evidently happier than man. 
more of a conqueror than man because grace has supplied only what heaven can give. Glory be to God. Can give. Hallelujah. 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 And, and so the presence comes and, and, and uh, we have a record of Simon kneeling down and saying, depart from me, Lord, for I'm a sinful man. He's in the ship. He's heard the teaching about the kingdom. The multitudes are on the shore. And he's heard the word, so the faith level is up. Isn't that right? So there's a faith level on his side that's up. And he said, you know, we, we've worked all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will ne- let down the net. So he goes out into the deep and he's got faith level for obedience. So he goes on and obeys the Lord, even though before that there was no grace for change. Yeah. See, don't put all your grace in the rapture. Don't just put your grace in the rapture. You're AWOL. We need you to stand up on both feet upright and shine for the King of Kings. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Don't throw all of it into the future. He said, we've toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word. If you're directing me with your word, I'm just going to obey you at your word. And when he caught that great catch of fish, all of a sudden the manifestation of presence hit him. Something happens when something happens. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And when, see, he's receiving Don the antithesis, the exact opposite of what he felt he deserved. Not because he was a bad person or whatever, but what he caught, no man can make happen. What he caught, his business couldn't handle. They had to wave to the sons of Zebedee, come over here and help us. And what had happened was so huge, it was going to sink the ship. And then with that, it wasn't the fish talking to Simon. It was the presence that made the word performance and made the word reality. When God changes you... Now I'll tell you, if God grants it to you, don't dial it down. Don't be embarrassed to be everything that God has called you to be. Let his light radiate in your life and his word be proclaimed as evidence. Hallelujah. Sekotalamandai. Praise God forever. You getting anything out of this, Christy? Come, run up here. Run up here. She knows it's the introduction. You getting anything out of that? 
Your keys on the hands. You got your hands on the keys? Behold, I give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. We're ready to lock out some things and we're ready to let in some things. Good, acceptable, and perfect coming into your life. Mm, 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 mm. You get fire on your life. You, you may be seated if, if, if you. And, and so, so this is, this is uh, depart from me for I, oh Lord, for I am a sinful man. What in the world? There is the manifestation of the meaning, the goodness of the Lord leadeth to repentance. Think about that. All of a sudden he says, this reward is so excessive, I certainly do not qualify for it. <laughs> How many of you know that's a good place to start? Yeah. The call of God on your life is so excessive, it certainly was not your qualification. He didn't look at you and I and say, wow, that I need that. I can't get my stuff done without that. He looked at you and I and said, I want to bless them. I died for them. I rose for them. I planned them. I want to use them. Hallelujah. I love them too much to keep them the way they are. I want... I want... I want to give them such as what I have. I want to I wanna be in them. I want to be on them. I want to be with them. I want to be for them. I want to be through them. And I want to be among them. I want to be with you always. The Lord said, I I'm with you always. And lo, I'm with you always. And behold, I'm with you always. And see, I'm with you always. In the middle of whatever it is, see who's with you. In the middle of whatever's against you, see who's for you. In the middle of whatever the world says, see what the word says. Lift your hands and shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give someone a high five. <clears throat> just one, one person, just, you know, two, two high fives is a 10. We decade this thing for a little bit. So isn't that true? So, so he says, um, he says that and, and, um, Depart from me, I'm a sinful man. The Lord says, well, follow me. I'll make you fishers of men. He does the same with the sons of Zebedee, whom he later calls or are called uh, sons of thunder. But 
Kephas in all of the writings of the great apostle Paul was never called Peter or Simon, not one time. Not one time, every single time, the apostle Paul writing in the Greek put his name, he said, Kephas, rock. Because if anybody knows, God can change you. It's Saul of Tarsus. And Saul of Tarsus, Saul of Tarsus said, Who are you, Lord? Right? And, he's, and he, said, um, he said in his writings, The same grace that abounded in Kephas to the circumcision abounds in me to the Gentiles or the uncircumcision. Well, hold up, Apostle Paul. Aren't there 12 more? And yet Judas, you know, choked on 30 pieces of silver and fell overhead and, and died and dogs ate him and whatever. Who knows? Everything bad that could happen happened to Judas. So what happens when you sell your teacher? Yeah. <laughs> Go out on a limb like that. And he did. I know it is, it is funny, but it's a warning. Isn't that right? Judas... Um, Iscariot um, had to be replaced and he was replaced so there's with, with Matthias in his place there's 12 so afterwards the Saul of Tarsus the persecutor of the church and, and, and um, the condoner of the the, the death of, uh, of, um, of uh, Stephen etc he's coming after us he's going to the next countries to drag us back and kill us and, and tear up our homes and all that. He's really dedicated to what he thinks is God and what he thinks is religion. He's, he's, he's got a Sharia of Moses. That's what it is. It's, it's the way or the law of Moses. It's what he has. Did you know that that's what that means? You know, I am so glad to be in a 99.9% .9 living body of believers today. Is, I know it's hazy and the presence all over, but periodically I look at someone and I'm wondering if it's a wax uh, image. I'd like to see a revival before this thing is over and have 100% participation in what we're talking about. Hallelujah.
So isn't there 12? Why is the great apostle Paul, who gave us two-thirds of the New Testament, saying, the level of grace that abounds in Peter to the circumcision abounds in me to the Gentiles. Have you ever thought about it? Why after the ascension of our Lord, well after his resurrection, then the ascension, he ascended. And then the upper room, uh, the birth of the church. It's 30 AD. Have you ever wondered how in such a small piece of the world that you could traverse on foot very easily to people groups and, and neighboring nations and cultures? How in the world could the apostles retain their headquarters in Jerusalem and um, as, as, as late as even uh, 15 years after they're trying to kill Peter and then as late as 30 years after they have to take Peter over 30 some years after the Lord ascended they have to take Kephas to Rome to kill him how did the apostles manage to do that how many of you would like to learn something here You see, headquarters was in Jerusalem. We read, for instance, the Apostle Paul gathering resources from other churches of the Gentiles to send them via his own um, uh, messengers to Jerusalem to help relieve the saints that are there. Where how was the headquarters in Jerusalem? We know the size of the city of Jerusalem. We know there's no way you can have the entire city filled with your doctrine and not become the enemy of some people. We know they're living at a time when the Roman Empire was an empire and Christianity was illegal. So how how did this man and his followers manage not to bail out of town and go somewhere where modern days would describe where the grass is greener on the other side. The Lord put in the sacred scriptures and in your and my ancestral history evidence that we can occupy. And we're going to occupy till the Lord comes. We're not going to be we're not going to be exiled to the sidelines of society. We're not going to live in the alleys of the human walk. We are going to march front and center as ambassadors and representatives of the God of glory on earth with healing in our hands, the word of God in our mouth, wisdom in our mind, sight and vision in every part of our being. We're going to run for the Lord it's alright stay there stay there come on now and that's what the Lord said occupy till I come 
Now, that, what does that mean? Hold on, hang in there, hide. No, 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 you walk with me. I'm gonna give you something that whenever a thing comes against you, 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 you listen, when it comes against you, you endure. I'll give you the ability to endure. Then I'll give you the power to see a manifestation that'll drive back your enemy. And bring a season of refreshing and a time of peace. Occupied till I come. He has not come bodily yet, but we're going to occupy. We're not going to run. We're not going to hide. We're not going to stop. We're going to preach the word of the living God and declare the things that heaven reveals to us. Run up here, daughter, real quick. Lift your hands and get happy. Get happy. I see a release. Glory to God in your lives. Should I stop? No. Now, how many would like to be part of my, my uh, teaching along these lines? Because there's some things that will take too long, take weeks to, to decipher, but they're very important. They're... There are two sides of the same coin, if you want to call it that. The entire Acts of the Apostles are very circled around um, the, the, the uh, movement of the Holy Spirit through the early church and is historically very relevant. One of the things that you could see immediately is this knowledge of such as I have. So when Peter said, such as I have, give I unto you in the name. Notice how he stops. He starts with, look on us. He's with John. I need to stop, Dr. Robin. I, I'm just saying that because there's just too much. How, how many would like to see that? So the, the, the power of God comes in and, and, and the church is infused with the power of the Lord and and, and all of that, and then we see this wonderful, um, immediate um, miracle where Peter and John are like ministry partners because they were put there by the Lord in, in encounters like the Mount of Transfiguration, the uh, House of Jairus. Andrew wasn't, uh, for some reason, called. Not that he was a lesser. How many understand? But Andrew was, was blood relative to Peter. Isn't that right? Yes. But James, the brother of John, and John and Peter were, were at those particular, and at some instances, the only ones in the inner circle. And then 
whatever they could share, they shared with the rest. Okay, let's move on now. So he's with Peter and they're going to the, to the prayer hour and this man has been that way since his mother's womb. He's incapable of walking. He's a beggar. First words are, look on us. See, this is identification with what? Representatives of the Lord or the church. Hallelujah. This is, this is the church. You want to find the Lord, you have to go through the people that he sent. You don't go to a psychic to, to find Jesus. You, you don't consult a, a Ouija board or a tarot card reader uh, to find what the future holds. And, you know, you definitely have to know who the real prophets are. Because I have a favorite saying. What, you didn't see this coming? He said, look on us. And he looked on them expecting to receive something of them. And this is where, where Peter said, silver and, I, and gold have I none. And, and, and in the context of the thing, our resource, my resources are allocated. They're distributed. How many understand what I'm talking about? But such, a, but such as I have, I have none. Silver and gold to give you, I have none. But such as I have. I have a miracle. I have the miracle worker. I have the nature of the rock. I have the quality of my savior. I have the grace of my redeemer. He never splinters from me and leaves me on my own. I have him rising up in me right now. The way he rose up in me when he said to me, come and cause me to walk on the water. My God. Such as I have. Give I unto you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Get up and walk. And he took him by the hands and lifted him up. You notice how he went from look on us to such as I have. Can you see that? And so when, when you go there and you get to um, the finances, well, who's counting the offering? No, I mean after the ascension. And who was in charge of counting the offering? No, in, 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 Judah's dead now. Now, now, Judah died dead and uh, doctor, now I'm in the book of Acts. All right. Now, who is counting the offering? They came and brought, let, let me, let me, let me break it down to you because there's a couple of names that people like to forget. Ananias and Sapphira. See, people want to, they just want to, I really want to know something deep about how Peter managed to stay in Jerusalem. Let me give you a few hints. (laughs) A few hints, just a few hints. So the Holy Spirit moves and the movement of giving. And, and, and the first person to talk against giving is the, is the thief. So the moment somebody talks about the man of God wants your money, 
That's the person that wants to give you some kind of a, 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 a pyramid scheme in order to get you all wrapped up in what this world can give you, but this world can't give you nothing. And so Peter Somehow Kephas Is involved With either overseeing Or something about the accounting Somehow because they brought their resources Laid them at the apostles feet ETC and here they come, and Ananias and Sapphira, having certain land, sold it and brought a part of the money. So they had a wonderful talk, talk about it. You know, everybody's doing this. What should we do? Well, let's do this, which is nothing is wrong with it, right? But let's do this and say we did that. Let's just, let's, it's a very small thing, isn't it? Not, not if the annihilation of the presence of the entire church of the Lord is predicated on whether or not you judge the thieves before you bless the givers. Now we're, we've, we're talking about now, now at that time the Lord had risen. He had appeared. The apostle Paul tells us he appeared first to Kephas. Then he went down the line. Then he appeared to James, his brother. Right? The Lord's brother who was not one of the twelve. Remember that? So he appeared to the eleven. He appeared to the twelve. He appeared to all the apostles. He did all of that. So when the resources were laid at the apostles' feet. How many people were recognized as apostles in the church of Jerusalem? Just the 12 or were the 70 also apostolic ministries? And and the 120 that were in the upper room, weren't they involved in the baptism of the 3,000? And so they, they brought it and laid it at the apostles' feet. And there are many notables among the 12. Many note, every single one of them is a notable apostle because they are the 12. How many understand what I'm talking about? So out of all of them, Kephas says, is this all the money? <laughs> oh, we don't talk about that. We don't even let our left hand know what our right hand is doing. Peter said, I want my right hand to know <laughs> what your left hand is doing. Because you gave some with your right hand and you hit some with your left hand and you're lying with your whole mouth but you're not lying to men you're lying to the Holy Ghost see that's how sometimes the church manages to remain on earth even though for 2,000 years the hatred of demonic forces have tried to do away with our numbers but we keep multiplying we keep growing up we keep maturing and we keep preaching the good news of the gospel 
Because the Lord blesses those that bless us. And he curses those that curse us. So there was judgment that had to happen. I didn't even need to or mean to, but it's very important. Out of 12 and 120 or whatever, what is Peter talking about? Is this all the money? Yes. And he just goes, and you know the story. So you got like, okay, they're coming in to get, you know, get whatever. Get given, uh, you know, the applause of the apostles. And um, Peter said, how is it that Satan has filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit? In other words, he identified exactly what happened to them. It wasn't that they were bad people. It's, it's be careful how you hear. And don't allow a root of bitterness come into your life. And don't ever allow yourself to be owned by what you own. There is not enough money in this universe to trade your soul for it. Glory to God. Not enough. Not enough. Not enough. So what shall it profit a man? So how many have ever read that and you thought, my goodness, I want to read right over that because that's the New Testament and, you know, that's just like it almost feels like it doesn't belong in the New Testament. Wave at me if that's you. Anybody? Come on, look, he scratched his head. Come on, man. How many have never read that? You just jumped over it right away. And the same thing happens. I mean, you're talking about the uh, armor bearers, you know, take a shovel. You want to be a deacon, don't you? Well, you, you have the anointing, use it. This is very important. You say, well, you, you know, you're talking about money. Well, you don't even know what we just read. It said people didn't dare walk into the church. I'm talking about how you can manage to stay for 35 years in a city where everyone almost wants you, your family, your followers, and your religion dead. But because the God of heaven has given you a call and declared that you are as he is, so are you in this world. You have occupying power. You have outreach ministry, but you have occupying power. And I prophesy to you, this wave will not move you. This attack will not move you. This demonic effort of the last days will not move you. God has a mission for you. And that mission is to move forward in God and upward in the high call of heaven. Glory to God. 
You understand what I'm talking about? You're not going to be scattered in fear because you're facing what no man faced before. I want to talk to you around the, this country. Let me tell you something around the world. Regardless of whether we're in a state or whether we're in a nation, whether we're in a city, whether we're in a village, there are natural service, natural work, natural things that are fields. And, um, but to you and I who are connected to the Lord, we minister in those fields if we're called to them by his power. We place his influence and his word on those fields. Whatever those fields may be. Whether they're medical, whether they're educational, whether they're um, service oriented, whether it's they're, um, you know, uh, local, uh, whether they're political, whatever they are, or whether they're your business or your ministry. You live in a world where some people are going to choose to worship mammon. And others are going to choose to put God above mammon. Now you don't have to have any mammon to worship it. So not everyone that worships money has money. Just like not, not, just like every one of us here and there. That are good stewards over what the Lord has blessed us with. We don't flaunt or act as if we're self-made. We're faithful in what the Lord supplies. We give him all the honor and all the glory. And all of the credit. Even if we work hard, we work hard with an anointing. Because we, but we all know what it's like to toil all night and catch nothing. And we all know what it's like to cast it on the right side of the ship and find. We all know what it's like. And we like it better to do it God's way, word way, all the time. But we're stewards over what the Lord has entrusted into our lives. I'm talking about accuracy. What, what am I apostle to talk to you about today? Well, this, the, we're, how, how? All of a sudden, there's Ananias and there's Sapphira, and who's, who's the one doing the talking? Right? And he's like, is this it? Yeah. And the feet of those that have carried your husband are at the door, and they'll carry you also. My God, who wants that ministry? It's like slain in the spirit, except in like... Who wants that ministry? You don't think the 12? You don't think 11 out of the 12 said, Good Lord. That's a big word. It's like, you don't think a holy hush came on the thing? You think any of the armor bearers said, Well, I don't dig. People were like, Where the shovel at? You know, anybody said that's not my ministry it's like 
Where the shovel at? How many feet do you want me to do? What you want me to do? I'll go where you want me to go, dear Lord. I'll do where you want me to do. Amen. I mean, you can, this is not, it's funny, but it's true. And in a community like that, where word of mouth is a very, very powerful truth, and actually telling stories is so accurate that from generation to generation to generation, you don't lose the minutest details. So in that small region, people didn't hear and the relatives didn't hear. You can imagine, Anna Safari, if they had some relatives that were not close to the Lord, they were like, well, see what happens? You go over to that church, you die. <laughs> Who gets the blame? Who gets the blame out of the whole church? Amen. Next time you have a prayer line, you have John on one side, you have Peter on the other. Guess what, everybody? If there's prayer lines, whatever. Uh, you know, they send in prayer requests, all prayer requests address, dear beloved, uh, uh, you know, apostle, uh, Johanna you know every, you know it's like Peter said I'll pray for no no thank you so this is like a very early on message take that to your synagogues take that to your religious headquarters take that to your Roman Senate. Take that to your Caesar. Take that to, to your soldiers. Let them know there's an apostle here, not some sissy, not some double-minded individual that will swing whatever the wind blows. There is a God that once he builds his church, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Come on and shout from Pensacola, Florida like you have never shouted in your life. Isn't that good? Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You, you may be seated. So, so then, uh, so, so immediately after that, by the hands of the apostles, many signs, wonders wrought among the people. And they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. There was all agreement. They were like, who? People were at the door looking for the envelopes. Of the rest durst no man join himself to them. So the, the rest of the people didn't just say, well, I'm going to go check out what, I, see if I like that, if, if I like that, that anointing there and see if it's, you know, because, you know, whatever. I want to, 
I want to visit. People didn't visit. Now, of course, that was a long time ago, and the Lord has changed since then. You think people sat up straight? I, I guarantee you nobody told Peter who you think you are. Folks, talk to people that talk to people that talk to people that talk to people that talk to people. Durst not join themselves to them. Durst, they, durst not. There's no man join himself to them. But the people magnified them. The people were like, who? There's power among those people. That was, the begin, that, was, that was a significant act of the Lord operating through his government in the government in the church or authority in the church in order to sustain the very yeah, the f- very faith, the very occupation and the very progression that will give you and I the sacred scriptures and give you and I the ability to believe God from generation to generation. Does that make sense? If the, because there's some people that the Lord doesn't just knock down on the road to Damascus. Some people go out another way. And how many are glad you're not those people? So what I'm talking to you about today is be bold. Be confident. That around your home, around your city, around your region, there is a, there is a, there is a circle, a, a firewall of glory that is protecting you and preserving you because you're connected to the word of the living God and your spiritual mentors and leaders that are feeding you the bread of life are coming right into your area. That's why you can graduate all over in the continent of Africa and different places and not one of you tests positive, not one of you dies of the affliction regardless of whether it was Ebola or whether it was HIV or whatever it was in your camp there was wholehearted protection and corporate preservation by the Lord of heaven that vindicates his people and the Lord wants me to tell you that there's going to be a brighter day coming upon the body of Christ in America and the world it will be greater than we've ever seen in previous history he's going to stabilize the ship of human confusion and he's going to cause you to make a wake behind you that many people come and ride through in order to invade the end times uh, or the high call rather. Should I stop? Can I talk to you a little bit? You may be seated. I am going to get together with my first century discipleship and alumni and our board and our people. I'm going to spend some intimate time of training and breaking this bread of life 
to you regarding the season you're living in because I believe with all of my heart that everyone here wants to know how to please God and also be effective in your ministry and in your work for the Lord at the time you're living in. How many, how many of you will say, that's me? Let me see your hand. Shout it out loud. That's me. And so we'll be talking about it, but let me, let me move a little bit. Have you heard people say, these are signs of the times? Have you heard that a lot more in the last few years? Now, Dr. Robin, when I hear that coming from the islands of the sea and all of that, and... um, the last of the last days. And we are living in the last of the last days, but they're judging what time it is based on how hard they think it is. They're judging it by what they see happening out in the world rather than what's happening in the house. Does that make sense? But if you, if you go back several hundred years and you go to, I don't want to name it, but name the islands, whether you're uh, French-oriented, whether you're British-oriented, whether you're Spanish-oriented, whether you're Portuguese-oriented, whether you're kingdom people, in, 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 you, you got visited by the missionaries and by people. You got visited, of course, years ago, but you got visited with the sacred scriptures a few hundred years ago. What was it like among those people groups a few hundred years ago? What was it like for the planet Earth during World War I? What did World War I look like? What was it like during World War II? So, I mean, anybody here from the islands anywhere? Any island? What was it like several hundred years ago? What was it? The pirates and, 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 and the godlessness and the drunkenness and the murder and everything. Were, were those not signs? Yes. See, adjust your thoughts to fit in, into the rest of your journey on earth. Because when your thoughts are adjusted, you live your life on earth as a beacon of witness for the Lord who has called you out of participation in the substandard into induction in the upstanding with God. And so, so right in the middle of that, immediately after, a swift supernatural move from the Lord, then an attitude of the people says, well, we better allow or leave those believers alone and we're not going to step into the midst of them and try to have our own opinion or say anything because they seem to be connected 
with a king that is alive and, and he, he takes care of them and they have a leadership that shepherds them properly. So we're, we're not going to dare, that's what it says, to just join ourselves and act as if we're part of the camp. We're going to get in the right way. We, how do we get in the right way? Believers with the more added. Just trying to show you how you can occupy. Because the enemy doesn't want the church to occupy. And the enemy wants you to know that these are different days. And because these days are different days. Then you just have to just, you know, put on your blinders. And just sit down in your lazy chair. And just read a couple of verses a day. And keep your distance. And be quiet. And don't rock the boat. And blah, 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 blah. He's talking to the biggest house in the universe. The house of the living God. He's talking to the house of the living God. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are lively stones. You are a peculiar people. My God. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. And so they brought the sick. Listen to this. The reputation and the fame of the unity of the body of believers spread out to an economy world, to a political world, to an empirical world, to a religious world. And it spread out among the the the. The heathen, it spread out among the um, uh, sects of Sadducees and Pharisees. And it spread out among the pagans and it spread out. And that fame was there are human beings on earth carrying the very authority and the, the very ability of the one that rose from the dead. And that thing went out and that reputation, uh, that fame went out. That people brought the sick from every city and every place surrounding and laid them in the streets that perhaps shout it. Shout it again. Weren't there 12? Weren't there another 70? Here's a key word. The original Greek says. Peter's shadow might overshadow them or the overshadowing of Peter might overshadow them. He was one of the three that were overshadowed with the cloud when he was on the holy mountain. And so so within it wasn't his shadow, it was his jurisdiction where he went. The presence of the Lord of glory was with him to bear witness. He's called by God and sent by God. You are my God. You are the house of God. You are the habitation of God through the Spirit. Jump up to your feet and shout like you never shouted in your life. Come on. Come on and shout. 
Lift your hands and shout like you've never shouted in your life. Lift your hands up and lift your, your hands up in your, in your home, in your churches, across the world. And um, if you pray softly, if you have your heavenly language, do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray over you. Pray to the Lord in you. And I'm going to prophesy and declare over you. Father, today, we do not come in our name. And you know we certainly do not preach to give the credit and the glory to any uh, particular individual for none of us are the source of your power. We speak about your chosen. We speak about your apostles and your messengers and your ministry gifts. But we credit you with the enablement. And we thank you also for the cr credentials you have given by your spirit to your men and your women in, 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 the first century as well as in the 21st century we recognize that living in times that may be in the natural turbulent and unstable and uh, and and doctrines of devils and deceptions and heresies and oppositions and greed and hatred and uh, and and um, and uh, abuse and evil is in the world today but we're not of the world so we recognize you and your presence and your overshadowing and your ability to utilize the might of your arm to come to the aid of your people and manifest the mission of our calling for you said if we believe in you the works that you do will we do also and greater works than these will we do and you said this gospel of the kingdom this good news of your kingship shall be preached as a witness to all nations and then shall the end come we thank you for the enablement to declare your kingship your rule your authority your healing your miracles signs and wonders over our bodies over our families over our regions and over our world and I thank you right now as I speak healing. I curse that tumor. I curse that lymphoma in the name of Jesus. I, I command that skin cancer to dissolve and that skin to be like a, the skin of a baby. I come against every skin disease. I come against that, 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 that um, affliction and infirmity of every kind. Lord, I'm not going to declare word of knowledge. I'm going to declare all inclusive word. Let the now of your presence move and saints get up get up get up out of the bed get up out of that place begin to move around begin to check the Lord has given you the new organs you need he's moving with creative fashion in your life he's open up your hearing he's answering your call he's meeting your need he's he's infusing your life Praise be to God forever. Praise be to God forever. If you believe it, shout yes. yes. Do you have a moment? Yes. Sit down, please.
Can I read this to you? Now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church. Had someone say vex. Yes. How many could tell that's the devil? Yes. To vex certain of the church. And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. So the, the martyr James, the brother of John. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. What's Peter's name? Jesus. And there were, then were the days of unleavened bread. So there's going to be seven days of unleavened bread. How many know that's talking about the, it's going to talk about the Passover? Yes. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four... Um, squadrons or quadrons uh, quaternions of soldiers that's four times four that's 16 uh, um, uh, groups four groups of four to keep him intending after Easter is a, a poor translation in the King James it's the Greek is Pasha or the Passover how many understand yes. so that's that's the original language intending after the uh, Passover to bring him forth to the people, to bring him out to the people. And um, should I read a little more? Peter therefore was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. And when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains and the keepers before the door kept the prison and behold the angel of the Lord came upon him and a light shined in the prison and he smote him or hit him hit someone and say wake up you need this and he smote him on the side and raised him up saying rise up quickly And his chains fell off his hands. And the angel said unto him, Gird yourself and bind on thy sandals. And so he did. And he said unto him, Cast thy garments about thee and follow me. And he went out and followed him. And wist not or did not know that it was true which was done by the angel. But thought he saw a vision. And when they were past the first and the second ward, there came, they came to the iron gate that leadeth unto the city, which opened to them of his own accord. And they went out and passed on through one street, and forthwith the angel departed from him. And when Peter or Kephas was come to himself. He said, now I know of a surety or of a truth that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from all the (laughs) expectation of the people 
of the Jews. And when he had considered the thing, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John. Talk about John Mark, whose name was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. And as Peter knocked at the door of the gate, a damsel came to hearken named Rhoda. And when she knew Peter's voice, she didn't open the door. She opened up the gate for gladness, but ran and told how Peter stood before the gate. And they said unto her, thou art mad. In other words, you're... Yeah, but, but she constantly affirmed that it was even so. It was Peter. Then said they, it is his angel. But Peter continued knocking. And when they had opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. But he beckoned to them with his hand and he told uh, to hold their peace and um, declared unto them, how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. Now, I don't have time to get into this, but can I get into a little bit of it? All of a sudden, Herod overreaches. Now, James is already one of the, 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 the sons of thunder. They're already saying, we're willing to be baptized with the baptism you baptized with and drink of the cup you drank with. He stretches his hands, gets a hold of James, and James, the, one of the sons of thunder, is executed with the sword. He sees that it produces a momentum on behalf of godlessness. Are you listening to me? So he gets a hold of Kephas, and he puts him in the prison Nobody, is, I'm not going to go into this too much, but in those days were the days of leavened bread. So in other words, these were the seven days that you ended with the great Passover, which is the exodus, just like Jesus exodus tell exodus the grave and just like Israel exodus Egypt and, and he, he didn't want to kill them during the unleavened bread he wanted, he wanted to wait and bring him out right after that except before he brought him out to kill him God brought him out to show who's in charge You're coming out. I said you're coming out. My God, God is raising you up. Every chain has fallen off your life. Every limitation and restriction is going to fall to the ground. The angel of the Lord is taking you out. Somebody say a, a large land. Do you have a minute? He's be- keep on your feet. Stay on your feet. He's beating on the door. And do you know what they say? It's his angel. What does that mean? He's in prison. And this is his angel. What does that mean? It's his presence. What does that mean? It's his jurisdiction. What does that mean? It's his shadow. What does that mean? Whoo! 
That means, yeah, you could put Peter somewhere, but he could still communicate somewhere else. So the very church praying for Peter knew what kind of authority Peter had. They thought it was his messenger, his emissary, or his, um, what do you call it, angelos. Are you listening to me? But it wasn't. It wasn't a a a telegraphed voice. It was a, a it was a physical deliverance. You're gonna have a physical change of your circumstance. If you're gonna shout, shout today, today is the day the Lord is bringing you out. Today is the day. Glory, 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 glory. Close your eyes, put your hands on your spirit all over the world. Say, Lord, Lord. shout it, Lord. Lord. You are my Savior. You You died and rose again to give me life. life. I believe that you're alive. alive. You are Lord of Lords, Lords. King of Kings. I believe believe. that you're the savior of the world. You are my savior. I believe that you're also my intercessor. You ever live to intercede for me. You're my advocate in the presence of God the Father. You're my high priest. And I approach you with humility. But I approach you with the courage and confidence in your holy blood and the washing of the water of your word, the purity, the sanctity, the imparted nature of blessing and guiltlessness that you have declared over my life. I accept that there is therefore now no condemnation. I ask you to affirm and bear witness by your spirit with my spirit that I'm a child of God I'm a son of God I believe that you live I believe you live in me in my heart my mind my will my emotions you're in my mouth you're my savior my deliverer my redeemer my shepherd my provider my guide You're my all in all. And today, I confess you boldly as superior. You are superior to my challenges, to oppositions, to weapons, to adversaries, to demons, to diseases, to curses that run in family lines. I declare you superior to germs, microbes, incurable conditions, and plagues in this world. I declare you as the healer, the healing, the energy, the vitality activated in our lives for your glory and and your honor. Thank you for the shadow of the glory cloud that covers your house, the pillars of fire that keep us and the light that guides our way. And today we declare it.
before the throne of God, the angels of heaven, demon spirits, this congregation, our friends, our relatives, and our world. Jesus is in charge of his house. Now, if you believe it, give God the greatest shout of praise. Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today. Connect with us at globalrevival.com and we'll see you next week.